Hey, hey guys, you're tuning in to the Mina B podcast. It's your girl Mina B, and I'm back. So, um, where to find me? At the Mina B podcast. Y'all know how to spell, right? Okay. On IG, and for tidbits, inquiries, questions, ask away, ask Mina B at gmail.com. Y'all already know what it is Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio. Google Play for y'all Android f- folks. All links are in the bio. So let's get it cracking. So the fall lineup is in full effect. Folks, I'm back, okay? I'm going to get guests for y'all. I got one right now or whatever. <laughs> and I mean, I think I've been following her for a while and we're like friends in our heads. So it was like much needed to do this episode and get it the fuck going. So you can go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, hello. This is Carla Maris from the Shut Down 30 podcast. What's up, y'all? Yes, sis, yes. In the house. Period, poo. So she came in. <laughs> Sibley and I was like, oh, are we doing this podcast episode or what? As we should. <laughs> I'm here. Let's do this. And we're drinking. Uh, duh. Started. Who's going to bring me around and not have me drink? I was like, this is what you're drinking. All right. That's <laughs> it. That's it. Crown apple. And that's what we're going to have. So, listen. I want to warm us up. I mean, we was already talking shit. Anyway. Right. Warm us up. So, we're going to play Mary Fuck Kill. <gasps> okay. <laughs> All right. I was in- I I've been inspired lately, so I was like, let me talk about these niggas. So, marry, fuck, kill. I might have to Google. Hold on, because I don't know nobody's name. Yeah, I'm crying. You do Let's know go. these guys. Are you sure? Yes. I might surprise you. Yes. Dave East. Okay. Future. Okay. A newly single Travis Scott. They are ugly. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you gave me a whole bunch of trash niggas. They they did, one? Yo! Who's trash? Wait, there's a trash lineup? No. Is that a, I, okay. Davies is my favorite. Mary. Okay, so I'm going to marry. Damn, they all trash too? I mean, they're not a. They're not my. Okay. I guess the closest thing to my type would be Travis because I like. I don't know. I guess I would marry Travis. I like how he treated Kylie. So maybe he'll treat me the same way. But right. I don't, I'm not a billionaire. So he might not like me. No. Mm-mm. Uh, so I'll marry <laughs> Travis. Now I have Future. And Davies. Davies. Fine fucking ass. He's not my type. Oh. Um, he's not really my type either, but there's something about him I just feel like. No, he, I feel like he's gonna beat me up. Um, in a good way. I think he'll choke me. He looks dirty. Um, <laughs> I, can I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. Let's see. Um, I guess I would. Okay. I'm gonna kill Dave East and I'm gonna fuck Future. The only I'm reason, crying. the only reason I'm fucking Future is because for him to have all these baby mamas, that dick has to be fire. That Yo, dick has to be I'm fire. Dead. I'm, it might be a little like I, I might end up being number seventeen because he's so fertile. He got like ten fucking babies. But right I will now. definitely fuck Future because I feel like he'll make me laugh while we fucking. Oh my god! He's, I, with his pettiness. No, it would have to be marry Dave East. He'll, Marry him? You have yes. to have to date mama first. Listen, it, it is what it is. It's, I'm <laughs> from New York, too. <laughs> but that's I, why you like him. Right. But I don't even like... That's not even that I don't like light-skinned guys. I've dated light-skinned guys in the past. I don't necessarily have a type. But I've been, like, watching him play Method Man on the Wu oh, show. Oh, I haven't seen it. It's so good. Is like, it good? Oh, my God. They're doing such a great job on that Wu-Tang okay. show. The, the, just the... Everybody that they picked and casted. Actually, no, I started. I did start. I think I'm on episode two, but I haven't... When does he come in? Because I haven't seen him He yet. comes in towards five, four, five, six, seven. Okay. Yeah, so you start seeing him, like, later on Progress. in these episodes. Yeah. Okay. And then you're kind of getting his story on how he became at the man and all of that. And, yeah, it's dope. Oh! Because right, right 
like now it's all about like the drug dealing and the brother that went to jail. Right. And then does, does, this, does this have anything to do with Wu Tang? You, you're gonna see it progress. You're okay. gonna see it progress. So and how they got there and stuff like that. So it's a, it's just it's a good show. I I like it. But Dave, I was like nigga. I'd marry him. I'd fuck Travis Scott. I don't know. I just I would fuck him. Future's trash to me. Future should should die. So Future that, so should die. Stop, um, Even though he did a very 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 good concert over there with Meek Mill, I went to it weekend before last. That I mean, they did a great music. job. They did a great job. I'm not even gonna lie. He got bucks. Yeah. So well, I'm gonna do the woman edition. <laughs> oh, I've never <laughs> fucked the woman before. So let's see who I would fuck. Go ahead. Okay, I only fucked one. So okay. <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion. Ooh. Lizzo. Okay. Cardi B. It's my like my rap oh, my rap come on. my rap my rap girl. I have to kill one? You gotta kill one. <laughs> no. You gotta kill one. You gotta kill one. No. You can't kill one. That's terrible. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna marry Lizzo because I know I'm gonna eat good forever. I'm fucking Lizzo's crying. Lizzo's gonna eat, you know, because if you're lesbians, you gotta have somebody eat you out and feed you. So I feel like she'll do both. I'm fucking crying. So I'm gonna be taking, oh, she's gonna take good care of me. Um, now, Cardi or Meg? Okay. Um, so, Mary, now I have a fucking a kill. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry. So I'm going to. Sorry. You gotta fuck Cardi. I feel like Cardi knows, like, what. Turn my life absolutely like, upside down, and I mean Meg can use her knees in heaven. Her her, oh. her her knees are so good; she could be an angel. I'm fucking crying. She's like That's I'm killing it. Meg. I know I'm, I'm a bendito. I'm I'm a, sho- I'm a shallow bitch. So I'm marrying Cardi because my marriage is gonna be fun and sexy, and fun and sexy. Nah, we gonna fight if I marry her. But she's gonna choke me. Nope, that'll be too much fighting. We'll fuck each other up every fucking day. Cause, no, I really, I, you know what? I think I'd be submissive to Cardi. Fuck out of here. I think I would. I would. No, yep, I, I would. Because I feel like she's nasty. I think it'd be fun. Um, <laughs> I'm that tongue. Bitch. She could, you don't need a dick because her tongue is like the size of a dick. She could do what she needs to do, baby. Megan, I'm fucking Megan because I feel like she would just be a fun fuck. And I'm sorry, I'm a little shallow, so I don't really want a big girl. So sorry, Lizzo. Aww, I, I fucking love Lizzo. I love Lizzo, but I'm not fucking a big girl. Why? I feel like she I feel like she's gonna suffocate the fuck out of me. Oh no! I I, <laughs> I do that. I feel like she's gonna put it down. Oh fucking god! I heard that big girls can do it. Mm. Niggas love big girls. No, they do. They so do. if they love it, they I don't do. have to love it too. It's for a reason. <laughs> I'm fucking crying. <laughs> I'm done with you. I'm done with you. So tell us about your podcast. What was the inspiration um, for the shit? I'm thirty podcast. Shit, I'm thirty. So I started shit. I'm thirty as a blog. Mm-hmm. And right after I turned 30 and after my father had passed away, I needed like a voice and just let out my thoughts. I've always kept them inside. I've been an open book all my life. Right. But I mean, out, inside us and like not public. So my family knew, my friends knew. I've always been very transparent, which got me in a lot of trouble. Same. So I started the <laughs> blog to talk about, you know, things that I was going through inside with the loss of my father and dealing with a fucking almost teenage daughter. Right. Driving me crazy. So the blog, you know, got a lot of like, um, a lot of positive feedback. A lot of people are reading it, but I just, when I was writing, I'm typing, you know, and I have to say fuck, you know, it's like, I'm putting it in all caps and I'm laughing with the ha ha ha, or I'm like this fucking bitch or what the fuck. And it's like, oh, there's caps. I couldn't really right. say what I wanted to say and how I wanted to say and it. would it. sound better with your voice. Right. <laughs> and I was a huge podcast head. I worked in corporate. I was an accountant. So I don't have, I didn't have human interaction. So my head was podcasting all day long. I'm not right. a big music head. 
So I said, you know what? I'm going to teach myself how to do a podcast. Because at the time, it just seemed like the podcasts were from, you know, big corporations that would start them, you know? Yeah. So I taught, I started, you know, researching and figuring out how to do it. And it wasn't easy. I'm like, man, how the hell? Like, I couldn't find anyone to teach me. If someone wanted to teach me, it cost like $1,000, $1,500. I'm like, Everyone oh, had Jesus. Everyone to teach you shit. Right. So <laughs> let me just figure this out on my own. So I built a studio in my house. I learned how to engineer. I learned how to produce. I learned how to record all this right. stuff. So I started the podcast in March 2018. And from there, it just kind of took off for me to be able to talk about what is the right path to success. Because when you're about to turn, turn 30, which happened to me right before my... 30th birthday, I was 29. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, literally, I said, shit, like, I'm 30 now. Right. And I think I, we all had meltdowns right before we started right, 30. Right. I, I, so I graduated a week before my 30th birthday. Finally, like, I actually had to go get my bachelor's because my company was like, you need to have your bachelor's to keep going in your position. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know, I'm mm-hmm. doing, I, nothing's going to change other than the fact that I got to spend another $30,000. Right. You know, that's to keep bullshit. the same position. But yeah. that's what corporate is. And um, I graduated. I was in a relationship. My daughter was gifted. I was doing all these things. And my mother still said to me, you know, you're living the way that you're living. Or for whatever it is, I thought it was great. But it's like, all oh, because you had a daughter young. You know, you didn't do things the right way. And I'm like... What the fuck is that? What, this, is the, what I, this is the problem. That's to cut you off that I have with everybody is what the fuck is the right way? Right. What is like, the I'm, right lear- I'm learning that I'm learning that now. Like, what is the right way to do any fucking thing? Because half of the motherfuckers that really talk about doing things the right way don't really have... They don't have shit going on. Like, I just... I don't understand. No, and usually the people that will tell you something like that are the ones that really never really did much never in their life. Right. They still don't have any goals. They aspire to be a housewife or a mother, you know. Yeah. Now that there's anything wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. I think being a parent and being a stay at home mom is way harder it's than working a job by itself. I can't do it myself. I'm not built that way. Right. But I had done so much for myself and for me to always, every time I turn around, I was like, you didn't do things the right way. You didn't do things the right way. You were supposed to have been married now. You got divorced. You know, fuck you're that. Fit, you didn't go to um, college right after high school, you know, you're working in the club, all these things that I'm sitting here, or you're living with a man oh. without being married. I got, I got, yo, what the fuck? I, f- I feel like the West Indian and the Hispanic community, yes. they are so fucking judgment. They are so judgmental. Like, I got all of that shit. So I understand 155% of where and you're coming was from. Bad. I never give a fuck. Right. I was always like, I do what I do when too bad. And At with, the end of the day, none of y'all motherfuckers pay my bills. At all. Period. At all. But I felt alone. Mm-hmm. And when I started the podcast, I realized I wasn't alone. Because I was alone within my family, my circle of friends in that aspect. Right. You know, everybody else wanted this picket, white picket fence, and I didn't. Yeah. I'm like, I want more. What is it that I want? So when I started the podcast, I realized other people are, are feeling the same way. It was amazing. And it, it took traction faster than what mm-hmm. I thought it would. And within, I started the podcast in March. By October, um, <clears throat> I had saved, well, no, 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 no I'm sorry. That October before is when I started the the blog and stuff. I started saving money because I, like, I don't want to work corporate anymore. But I didn't know what I wanted to do, so mm-hmm. I started saving money. I gave myself a year to stay in corporate. I started saving. Um, that September, I had when I met my idol that I wanted to mentor me, and um, from there, it just everything progressed really fast. I quit my job October 2018, and I just said I'm going to take the leap of faith, you mm-hmm. know, and podcast full time and do broadcasting and try to get into radio, which is what I want to do. Right. Um, and it's just, it's worked so far. I told you in 10 days, it'll be a year since I quit. Right. I don't, my door is still eating. I took a drastic, drastic pay cut, you know, of course. Um, but I'm happier. 
I'm not sitting there with anxiety and crying and going home and hating my life because that's not what I wanted to do. Right. But I tell everyone that to do something like that, you can't just up and leave you your can't. job. You can't. You know, if I would have just up and left my job, I would have been selling pussy right now. <laughs> because I wouldn't have the money or the savings or, you know, the budget. You got to budget yourself. You have to cut back. Like, just miss my friend's bachelorette party, my best friend's bachelorette party in Ibiza mm-hmm. because I didn't want to use my savings to go. Yeah. I said it's not smart for me. And I know she felt, you know, a little off, but I said, you have to understand this is my future. So you're going to get married. We'll, we'll have plenty of time to hang out. We can do things here. And once I'm, I'm back on track, bitch, I'll take you to Ibiza. I'll take you wherever the fuck you want to go. But let me get there first. Right. So you just have to have priorities. But that's how the podcast really got started. And I just had people resonate with what I have going on. Whether come, you know, I'll be just talking shit with my comedic feel. Because my story really, my life is a fucking joke a lot of times. I'm like, this is, this is crazy. <laughs> so this is what I talk about. It and it's like... If I'm willing to be open to the things that some people aren't willing to open up yep. and share about their lives, then they're like, oh, maybe I'll live mine through hers. Or I can laugh at her mistakes right. that are like mine. Because yep. I really don't give a fuck. Bitch, hello. That's, and that's pretty much how it started mine. Because I went to school for broadcasting. Everybody knows the story. And I was in living in New York where radio really was popping for us growing up. Like, you had the Angie Martinez. You had the Wendy Williams was on radio. A lot of people don't even know that she started off on radio as a shock jock. So, it was just one of those things. I went to school for broadcasting and then when you're graduating school and you're going into this recession, there are no jobs. I worked for a fucking television station I couldn't get a job at. There There was nothing available for me. The VP that I worked for had no assistants, so they gave her interns. So, there was a time where things was just not progressing a certain way. So I took a job in advertising. I was like, all right, fuck it. I'll be their fucking secretary. Right. I'll be their coordinator. <laughs> like, and I worked for the PR division, which I got so much knowledge. I got to do Experience. events. I got to do all this amazing stuff. And it was able to take me, when I got laid off, take me to another platform. I started blogging. I was blogging crazy. It was the, um, God, what the fuck was my shit called? It was a long time ago. Jesus, I'm old. It was like 10 years ago. Um, oh, damn. Theminoscope.com. And I was like on top. I was a top 100 black female bloggers for like two years straight. I, I took it really, really seriously. I blogged every fucking right. day. I had things going on. I went to events. I got invited to things. Took it hell serious. I worked for artists. I did his blog. I did his interaction. Awesome. So it was just one of those things. And But getting into being laid off and doing all of that, it just was like... Damn, I should have kept doing it. Yeah. And I end up getting sucked into corporate America because you have school loans. You got these Caribbean parents that are looking at you like sis. Right. What the fuck are you doing? You need to work. You need to work a real job. And what the fuck is a real job? Like, now, 34. <coughs> <laughs> it creeps up fast, girl. <laughs> I look better than half these fucking 25-year-olds. Oh, 90%, honey. Baby. 90% of them. Yeah, so it's just like... You're looking at these, and, and like, damn, you should have just kept doing it. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it's just, it's it's so hard because we love stability. We right. love feeling like, okay, you know what? At least we know we got that check. Right. And also, this industry, I'll say for Atlanta. Atlanta used to be on a barter system, so it's like, I ain't bartering shit. I want my money. So, at the end of the day, I was just caught up. Like, damn, what should I do? And that's how you end up working corporate. And now I'm like, I want to transition out of that shit but we'll get to that <laughs> we'll get into that because i'm like this is not this can't be the end all be all but right. you're doing consulting now i am so tell us a little bit about that so i love uh, my major accounting and business mm-hmm. so for me i need sip different um streams of income and i took my i took this podcasting thing breakfast lunch. that's what i eat breathe sleep breakfast lunch dinner mm-hmm. is podcasting so I, I had all this knowledge and i feel like 
other people should tell their stories as well. If you have a story, if you're an expert at mm-hmm. something, you know, teach us. Because with podcasting, it's the new era. Right. Like, honestly, like, we don't understand. Right now, there's 16 mil- over 16 million YouTube channels. I don't even think we have broken a million podcasts yet. No, we haven't. So, because it was at around 8-something at the beginning of the summer. But they're coming up every day. Like, there's so many starting. So, we're about to break a million podcasts. And I'm like, that's nothing. It seems like it's oversaturated, but it's not. It's really not. Most of us are subscribed to almost 10 podcasts per person. And there's so many people that are not. They're yes. not listening to podcasts. They don't even know anything about it. So, it's it's still so open. And it's the new era of radio. So a lot of people still think of that radio is the wave until they realize that they have it on their phone. And everyone has a smartphone on their hands nowadays. That's exactly the what I tell people, people all the time. The only people with a trap with a flip phone are drug dealers and they have a smartphone on the other hand right so to the left they're selling drugs and to the right they got their smartphone <laughs> so whoever has a flip phone even grandparents are on their computer on facebook yeah so you can promote yourself through facebook so you will be reaching a, a, a broad audience so i decided that i wanted to help others do it because i didn't have help and i had to i wasted a lot of money and equipment yeah i didn't know how to get onto every platform i didn't have anyone to guide uh, me yeah i had to teach myself right. it, took a, it took a minute but i was a i was diligent and i right. stayed with it like i said all right this is what i'm gonna do i got lucky because i had a geek friend that said hey these are the platforms that you can use you don't have to do studio time and i was like all right well fuck it then right <laughs> you know what i mean because so, you can do studio you can right. do by yourself so i decided i wanted to help others out but my time and my knowledge is worth something i always say consulting is a fee right you and need to what pay you're for my paying consul- for, consultation right what you're paying for is you're investing in yourself first of all and you're paying for it that time you would have spent i know google's there yeah but you know how long it's going to take you to figure out how to do this now when you search how to start a podcast Oh my god! I feel so sad, so bad for the consoles, um, the consoles that I do right now because they're like, well, I saw this and this and this and that. It's so much out there in so many different ways that you get so confused. And but you the best, the, the most important part is they're not telling you. Okay, once you've recorded that episode, how the fuck do you get an RSS feed? How do you right. get it here? There's so many intricate parts to it that they're not telling you how to do, and right. that's what's comedy to me. Because I, I mean, I got into it with a girl, a home girl of mine. We ain't friends no more, but. <laughs> She tried to get me to do her shit for free. I talked about this in the episode, and I'm like, listen, sis, at the end of the day, I I took a lot of time. Google was my best friend. However, I had to tweak and find out things by myself right. and that's why Trial I know the, right I understand the technical aspects of it so yes I can go and tell you how to do it but you're not going to understand it for a good six months into right. making episodes because you're going to always need to refer to me to do so right. so guess what pay for it now learn it right or don't it's up or to you and take your six and, months to a year and, and learn how to do it on Google and fig- do trial and error like everybody else fucking right. did period like but you can cut that by, you know, finding an expert and saying, you know what, help me. Let's right. get it done together. And I do have my idea to launch. And I can get you up and started within 30 days. You know? And it's just awesome. up and going. You can have your own equipment. You don't have to worry about spending $1,000, $2,000 on equipment. So I, just, I wanted to help out and be a lot lower than what's out there right, right. now. And I wanted to do it for people that look like me. I didn't feel comfortable paying $500 to an old white man. Period. Or to a bougie white lady. Like, you, I, don't, I feel like we don't have anything in common. Maybe the way I might speak, it's, it might be a little different to you. And you I, don't, I don't know. I just didn't feel comfortable. So I wanted to do it for everyone that looks like me. And I feel like we're all, we have so many professionals. We have so many people of color with businesses. You need a podcast. You know, that is marketing and free marketing for your business. Right. So, right. and people nowadays want somebody who's transparent. They want to know who they're working with. And with a podcast, you can do that. It doesn't all have to be all shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. You know, there are very professional podcasts out there yes. about their business. So you teach about your niche. 
Even for good. teachers, like second grade teachers, you can do a podcast of a season of 10 episodes about math. <laughs> there's Literally. A, there's a platform in podcasting for every single entity. It does not matter. It could be your career. It could be your passion. It could be knitting. It could be airing making. Literally. It could be mu- how to get on to the music industry. Celebrity yeah. news. Celebrity tea. Bitch, just talking about depression. Anything. I know a girl that has a podcast and she's specifically talking about depression and talking yes. about her 10 things on where she got to where she is now, you know, being better, being more proactive, and, and taking charge of her life, and she's helping others do so. How right. fucking simple is that? By listing 10 things of what affected you, what bothers you, and where you you are now with your treatment, and, and talking right. to other people, and maybe, maybe just getting therapy from that epi- those episodes it's that you're listening like to. It's just like going to Netflix, or exactly. going to Discovery Channel, or TLC to watch somebody's story. You're listening to it on here. Right. You know, while you're driving, while you're washing clothes, while you're changing a diaper, you know, podcasting is just our future, and we need to get into it now. ASAP. Ahora. Now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, it's. I feel like podcasting is amazing, and I know I got homegirls that be like, "Bitch, I ain't gonna hold you. I support you, but I don't listen to that shit." Oh, it's I get cool. It all the time. It's cool. Yeah. I'm not doing it for y'all right. because when a girl hits me up in my DMs or sends me an email about relationships, about things that she heard, I had a a staff member um, on my team last year. Girl was like 23, 24, just about, right. and she's like, "It was hilarious to me that you had a podcast." I'm like. I didn't realize people did things outside of their careers. Right. I said, I have passions outside of here, baby girl. I could be in management, but at the end of the day, I have a jewelry company, and this is what I do, too. And she was just baffled. Like, there's people that don't really get to experience life. All they know is their 9 to 5, their job, and they know they have to have a job. They know they have to make money. And she was just like, you know, I was drowning in my relationship, and I listened to stuff that you were saying, and I was like, oh, my God. It made me cry because I realized, like, I was fucking up. And I was like, listen, it didn't mean to make you cry, but at the end of the day, if I could speak some real shit to get another female, another girl to understand, like, you don't have to put up with bullshit you can go out right. after your dreams and do what the fuck you want to do because i'm very much so the female advocate i'm like listen women empowerment get your shit together fuck these niggas right. i don't give a fuck if i got a nigga still fuck these niggas i don't care if it's, i'm married it's fuck these niggas but <laughs> but I, love, I say fuck these niggas but i love these niggas i mean i love these niggas too like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they all cute or whatever you know you, you're not gonna sit here and act like you don't want to be loved on and, right. and cared for but at the end of the day if i can inspire and if i can uplift i'm going to do that and that's just we have I did my job if I did you know what I'm saying we have to uplift each other this is not a competition this is not any of that like we can all work together and I don't have to dim my light for yours to shine we can make the room so much brighter with both our lights shining bright exactly and then the thing about it is I feel like I've gained so many relationships from podcasting yeah people that support me I had (laughs) I had like a multi-millionaire this guy has like, and it wasn't even on a fuck shit because you know the first thing I'm thinking is some fuck shit when right. a nigga gets into your DMs. But it was on some business shit, and he was just like, "Yo, someone mentioned you know your personality as a podcast host and all of that, and I listened to it and I really, really thought that it was amazing. Um, you, you're definitely going places, and I was just sick, like I was sick because I'm like, I listen." I don't have no 10,000 followers. I don't have all that shit. I'm real regular. Everybody knows I'm real regular. Bitch, I'm in my house. I don't even be out. (laughs) I'm (laughs) out. So it's just one of those things to have people acknowledge you for your work and and acknowledge you for your content. It's just, 
Yeah, I'm I'm doing the right. I'm doing what I need to do. I'm doing I'm, the right thing. I've gotten into doors that I could have only dreamt of being in. Right, like today, being around certain people. Like when I was leaving the hotel, and it's just like wow, they're, they're meeting me. The um, <laughs> I was in. We ordered room service this morning, and it was crazy. Right, it's called my friend Mandy, and I'm like, bitch, this is crazy. That he got guy comes in, but I was on the phone, and my my guy was in the room, and. When the guy leaves, I, he goes, did you hear him? Did you say hi to him? And I was like, what are you talking about? I'm on the phone. He was like, he just walked down. He was like, hey, I'm a big fan of yours. And tell Carla I love her show. I listen to her show as well. And he's like, he knew who you were. And I was like, wait, me? I, bitch. No way. Bitch. I'm like, I get you, but me? That doesn't make any sense. And he's like, yeah, like, he knows who you are. And he knows your show. And I thought that was so dope like, for me to get that experience now because I started my show with 1,500 followers. Right. That's all I had on my Instagram. I, I think was I started nobody. At, I started at 800 followers. Yeah. Maybe, I, maybe even less because I just wasn't really. And mine were probably like bots a lot of them. You know, like yeah. back in the day you would have yeah. people that like, yeah. I would get 30, 40 likes a picture. Like it wasn't that serious. And honestly, <laughs> I teach everyone that followers and a following are two different things. Right. I sold out my first live show at seven months in, and I think I only had 3,000 followers. Carla, you know how many niggas, and you know these niggas don't like to hear the type of shit that I talk about. Mm. That's without, with a given. But even the dude I talk to now, everyone's like, yo, you need to do a small show. Even if it's not like everybody, it's not like horrible decisions. It's not like everybody else. You can't else. compare yourself to anybody he said, else. He said, and that's exactly what he said. He was like, he was like, you feel like you don't have a huge following, but there's so many people that fuck with you. Are you kidding me? If you did a panel discussion, 10, 15 people, do you know how many fucking people would want to come? It's not going to, it's going to be more than 10 or 15 people. Right. Like you need to do that shit. I had a homeboy. He's, you know very very well known in Atlanta does a lot of promotion does a lot of marketing and he told me he was like yo I need you to like really step it up just put it out there. I was put it terrified out. I didn't and know I, that. that's where I am I'm like oh my god oh my I god I don't know what to do idea that I would have to fly in from other states and come to the show like right seven months in like I was and I still to this day I'm like who am I no I'm at home recording I don't go Same. out to see people and I want to do another show and I do I have my fears I'm like I don't know even being on brilliant idiots afterwards it's like okay I did it there but it doesn't that was my goal and once you get there you're like what's next right because you leave and it's like there's not this light bulb that lights up and it's like oh my god I feel so much better everyone's like oh my god you did it you were showing me you did this you did that but I'm like I go back to my life right after you know right. that doesn't just elevate you and make you like this crazy rich person no I get an opportunity and yes does it open doors but you have to work now to get through those doors and stay behind those doors right. you know and like explore so you know you just got you just gotta do it yeah. honestly you just and I, let I, go of the fear I need to do my little show. And not compare yourself. And, and it's nobody. not a little show. It's not a little show. Don't even look at it that way. It's your show. This is Regardless true. of the fact. Because, true. like you said, when you mentioned horrible, my numbers compared to horrible. Don't compare. Right. And I would never compare myself to any of these other podcasts. I'm in my own lane. Right. I have my own content. I have my own fan base. I have Everything is on my own. I cannot look to the side. To what anybody else is doing. I gotta look at what I'm doing. Collaborate with as many people as I can, but I'm in my own journey. And I have to, if I don't enjoy this journey that I'm in because I'm looking at their numbers, I'll never get anywhere. Right. Never get anywhere. So just look, focus on your numbers, focus on your growth, and focus on your path and your journey. And that's where you're going. This is not just for podcasting, it's for anybody. Anything. You right. know, you focus on your journey because honestly, when you look at other people's like, Highlight reels on Instagram because that's what we're that's what that's we're doing we do. right now. That's all we do. It's all perception. Trust me, they're not that happy. They're not that popping. 
That, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. a lot of these people out here, well, my dog is. But um, <laughs> but we, there's so many things behind the scenes that people don't know, don't hear. Right. And it's, it's not all, like, glittering. You know, it's, it's all glamour. No, yeah. It's not. I agree. Because I'm like, listen, I'm going to start pushing myself a little bit further. And Push I'm like, it. oh, my God, the fact that I've done and had so many guests and had so many things going on. Even, like, my homegirls want to jump on. Bitch, I got something I want to talk about. Let's talk about these niggas. Let's talk about ex-boyfriends. Let's talk about, like, and I'm like, that's pretty much been my niche for the most part. And it's just like, well, you kind of been, like, an authority when it comes to relationships and talking to, you know, the core of the shit because people are not trying to talk about yeah, it. How a pound by relationships. And that's exactly where we're headed. Don't say my idea, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. Even they because do. the way you're going to do it is not them doing it. Exactly. Every single person listening to exactly. this can do the same panel, but it won't be like It yours. won't be like mine because I'm. Because you're mean them and they're them. out of control. <laughs> you know, everybody has live shows. We all have live shows, but our, all our live shows are different. Right. I agree. Yeah. So we talk about. A little bit of everything and of course we're talking about tea and we're talking about current events right now and things that are going on in our, our lives but I ain't really had a lot of celebrity tea because I've been wrapped up in the Botham Jean issue the 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 killing of Botham Jean the yes. Amber Geiger um, verdict um, if you guys have been under a rock this week <laughs> and have not watched the news have not seen instagram uh amber geiger was um convicted to you know for 10 years in killing in the killing of both and gene um if y'all don't know the story i'll just basically say it real quickly she's a dallas police um officer who came into an apartment that she thought was hers and was not and bitch no like, apartment. What, were you drunk do you know how many times drunk I have gone to the wrong car, to the wrong... I, I never lived in an apartment, but I'm like, I've been to friends and I went to the wrong one, at, uh, the wrong floor, mm -hmm. but same number. Right. And, um, well, no, it wasn't the same number. You know what I mean? Right. And the second that you realize you're at the wrong place, you turn around and leave. You're hoping they don't see you. You don't try to break in the motherfucking door. I don't care how drunk or how and high I, I am. Was his door, like, I'm not sure if I caught all the minute details, but okay... Granted, if his door was open or you left your door open or you tried to shimmy the lock and you realized that the door was open and you walked in, wouldn't that have not made you think, hmm, this is in my house? The second you open it up and you realize it's, it's laid out different, that's not your couch, that's not your entrance, like, come on. The nigga sitting on that couch, that, that color couch ain't your couch, sis. Right. Like, I, I just, I didn't, I didn't, yeah. So, enters his apartment, mistakenly thought it was hers, um, shot him in the chest and pretty much that was... All she wrote. Um, and the, the fact that there were so many details with the revelations of this case, like, unfolding. Text her partner. You didn't call for backup. You didn't nope. call anybody else. You text your partner, who you're having an inappropriate relationship with on top of that. Um, because I had already let that affair go a while ago. Yo, bitch, are you serious? Then, it's just so many things that was wrong with this case that does really upset me as far as the, the, the 10 years are concerned. Um... Immediately, you escalate to deadly force. For no reason. You and Until you, quote unquote, realize you made a mistake. But you knew you made a mistake the minute you walked through that door right. and kept going through the door. Like, there's, I, I, there's I'm, 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 I'm having a hard time believing that. You deleted the text messages with your partner. So that means you just destructed evidence. Police come. Your squad come. You are never fucking cuffed. Can you imagine... 
Can you imagine? Let it have been another cop, a black cop. Let, let it have been a, a black cop. House. Let it have been a black cop. Let it have been a black man, a black woman that did that fucking shit. Are you kidding me? A Not, black woman baby. or a Hispanic woman shooting a white man, she would have been cuffed immediately. And this case just really shows how law enforcement is continuously treated better <laughs> in all situations, even when they're dead, dead fucking wrong. They live like, above the law. Way above the law. Like, I lived in New York for years. I think the NYPD stop and frisk it had, was a thing for, for years and years and years. And I just think, like... They lived above the law, and we've seen it in so many different ways. Eric Garner, we've seen it so... Uh, so um, Lando Castillo, uh, Tra- um, Trayvon Martin, it's just, it's been, Sandra. It's been a, Sandra Bland, are you kidding me? I still think that's the biggest fucking oh, conspiracy. Sandra is the worst. Sandra is the biggest fucking conspiracy out of all the fucking police the, corruption. Like and A suicide where? Suicide where? For a fucking traffic stop? Bitch, no. get the fuck out of here. And y'all can't ever tell me she wasn't dead in her fucking picture i was just listening to a podcast with oprah with a man that wrote a book and it centered around everything that's going on mm-hmm. i can't remember the name before we finish i remember the name of the book and it was great because he starts off with sandra and ends with sandra wow yeah and it's it, it's bullshit it, it's it's disgusting um and with the case ending um <laughs> it ended the worst it, it could have ever ended I want to say, as a, I, I would, I would consider myself to be a Christian, and I do go to a non-denominational church. Sorry, y'all, it's the crown. <laughs> uh, a non-denominational. I've always gone to non-denominational churches. I want to say for the past six, seven years now. Um, I'm not. I'm not about to sit here and preach to y'all. I, I, ain't, right. I ain't for it. I'm not. That's not my job. Um, but as growing up a Catholic, growing up in the church, growing up. I went to private school my whole life. My college was a fucking sorry y'all. A Catholic college. I went really? to Saint, yeah, I went to St. Francis College in Woo! Brooklyn. Um I just have a hard time with the family um being that forgiving. I, like maybe my Christianity level ain't there yet, but and and they they've gotten backlash. They've also gotten a lot of support right for being forgiving, but Okay. Hugging, hugging her. I understand the forgiveness. The hug, I like the hug? No, I understand forgiveness. Like I think it's uh, the social media. I know they be, y'all be trying. Y'all be out here trying to troll and be like, troll. If somebody kills me, I tell you right now, don't forgive them. No, if someone kills me, someone does me wrong, forgive them. I, because when you don't forgive someone, that hatred inside of you tears you apart. Yeah. You day in and day out. I, I want you to forgive. And move on. There's no reason to hold, you know, a grudge or hatred in your heart. Right. In your heart. Now, I don't need to smother my faith in your ass crack after forgiving you. It's just fine with me telling your cracker ass, I forgive you for killing my brother. Just serve your sentence. Right. You know, I forgive you. I don't hold hate against you. You know, it is what it is. I, because if it's for Christianity or whatever it is, I forgive you. Right. Since when have you ever seen a judge... Get down from her fucking chambers or whatever to hug a murderer. And then my thing is this: because she was trying, it was murder. Wasn't it, it? it was murder, not manslaughter. It's murder. Because yeah, that, that judge also gave instructions to the jury that they can use manslaughter as one of the as one of the sentences. But apparently, I forgot her full name. Her name is Tammy. What Judge Tammy? We all Bitch just call her Tammy. Judge fucking Tammy. Apparently, has le- ties to 
Dallas PD, shit like that. So I feel like she was sympathetic because it was the police officer. I don't fuck. And I feel like that's a problem. That's always the issue. I feel like the judges are always in favor some way, somehow. Even a black fucking judge, knowing good and well, this is a, yes, this was a mistake. They gave her a Bible. This is I a, felt like it was like, yes, Massa. Here you go, Massa. I forgive you, Massa. Like, what the fuck? They would never do that to us. I just, I'm like, I feel like if it was a black woman, a, a black female cop, they would not have given her the same fucking courtesy that they gave Amber Geiger. Like, ever. Y'all hug. Okay. Okay, fuck it. You're on top of being a judge. You should have said to, to Brant Jean, which was uh, 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 Botham Jean's brother, right. who tes- testified. His testimony was, it shook me. I'm not even going to lie. I was so uncomfortable watching it. I felt like it was scripted. Like, he, they were, he, he had to forgive it. Like, he had to say what he was saying. The only, only thing I feel like it wasn't because I saw the there of the family's lawyer talk, and mm-hmm. I have a quote from the lawyer. He went for the shit. That, that, he, them. that the, the, the family's lawyer wasn't for the shits at all. He's a black guy, but he was not for the shits at all. I just feel like their level of Christianity, even the moms, was extreme in a way. And I'm, I'm not it's faulting them. I'm not faulting them at all, but I am. It's just like, <laughs> I know, right? I'm more so faulting the judge because the judge should have said, when he asked to hug her, she should have said, that's, that's not, right. that's not appropriate, but you can continue talking to her and saying whatever you need to say to the court. Fine. But to allow him to stop everything and to hug her, you guys knew, how, you knew good and well how powerful this case was because you finally had a motherfucker that was really, right. really dead wrong. Like, destruction of again destruction of evidence like she yo she was not held accountable from the fucking jump you were in the wrong fucking apartment and y'all said she was even out on bond she was she was out on bond are you serious yes i didn't fucking know that oh yeah but then my thing was were you drunk like what the fuck was going on sis and were they hiding that too was that not mentioned like because i feel like there's no like I'm sorry. Sober. There's no way you fucking forgot where you live. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't believe no, that. No, I think it can I get happen. It. You can go, especially with apartments. They all look the same. But the second you open that door, or oh, a man says, "Hey, what are you doing here?" Like something. Come on. The first thing you do, and you're off duty. The first thing you do is not pull a gun and shoot, bro. Like, it's just. It just but then isn't. you, 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 you go for the gusto. You shot at him. Like you didn't ask no questions. There was not a dialogue. Like you are and automatically. You're a, you're a trained police officer, so excess force automatically for no reason excessive force he wasn't even armed and then they tried what did they say they tried to do what um what is it called the castle uh it's kind of it's almost like stand your ground but dallas or oh, texas yeah. has this thing where it's like castle law yeah, or whatever the fuck. stand your ground is bullshit it's bullshit it, it's, it it's only works for bullshit. the white folks oh yeah oh yeah for sure only and i just i don't know i'm just a little disgusted with it but um so, uh, I, I did catch Anderson Cooper. Um, she interviewed um, Allison Jean, which is both of them's mom, Brent's mom. And I'm talking about them like they're fucking family members. Right. Like, <laughs> I feel like I've, I've read every article. I've watched right. every episode. Like, every interview. Episode, that I, like episode, it's a movie. Right. It feels like a movie. It, it, it felt like it this week. I felt like every day since that verdict, I was watching an interview or trying to understand what the fuck. Like, where did we go wrong in, right. ca- in get, catching a break but not catching a break? So... They gave her 10 years. She had... She's not going to serve 10 years. She's not. She, well, she's going to serve as about 5 out of the 10. But what bothers me is that she had a 25 to life sentence. And I'm like, y'all are going based off of a dead man's personality? Right. 
because he was a forgiving person. He was a Christian. He was a forgiver. So y'all feel like, okay, even down to the jury, like y'all felt like, oh, he wouldn't want, he wouldn't have wanted that. But at the end of the day, right is right and wrong is wrong. It's not so much about what the slain wanted or what the family wanted. Because I, I don't. Allison Jean, her, his mom said, my son's life was worth more than a 10 year sentence. So even she yes. felt that way. Apparently, they're saying that she's getting um, solitary for those 10 years. I find that a little hard um, to believe. I don't. I, I feel like so. those cops and they're going to take care of her. I don't think she's going to have a miserable time at all. So you think that even if she's in solitary and she's not in gen pop, that that's going to be like, I don't, that's. Yeah, she'll probably be in solitary with a nice little TV, oh, with a shit. phone. Smartphones nowadays. She's Every, gonna watch everybody Netflix in all day. Everybody in jail got a phone in their Right, so she's gonna one. watch Netflix, watch Hulu, communicate with her family, be on FaceTime, in solitary. No one's gonna fuck with her, and she'll just come back home like a pretty white lady that she is, and rebuild her life again. She might not be a cop, but she's gonna come on. She's gonna write That's a true. book. She's and gonna sell a book. You know she's gonna get people. a fucking book deal or a, fuck, or like, a Netflix deal or, or, something. or something where they're gonna do a movie. They're gonna throw it yes. up on fucking Lifetime or Hulu. Like it's unreal. Oh, she's she'll, that is already in the works right now. It's disgusting. You know? And they're so, talking to her family. They're talking to her lawyers. Listen, her fucking white privilege at its at finest. its finest. But there's no point in staying mad anymore. It's just like. We know what it is. Let's just build our own to stay the fuck out the way from these So, couples. in watching um, Anderson Cooper um, with his uh, interview with the mom and the lawyer, um, I don't have his full name. It's Esley Merritt, Esley Merritt um, who is their lawyer. But he said, he tweeted, he said, 10 years isn't nothing, but it, it, and it isn't enough. Con- constitutionally, constitutionally, our system is designed for the punishment to fit the crime, but we know the punishing of apparatus of the U- U.S. legal system is disproportionately cruel to black folks and ex- exceptionally benevolent when it comes to white women. Hmm. I was like, baby, he wasn't for it. And I know, I th- I saw his frustration with the mom watching yes. the interview because at, it's as a lawyer, you're trying to make sure like, yo, y'all, th- listen, I'm trying to pursue this to the highest that I can. And here y'all coming with this fucking, and I'm a black lawyer on top of that. Here y'all coming with this, we forgive her. This is not what both them wanted. We, we trying to like make sure that we, you know, keep the faith and uh, ah, I get the forgiveness ah, again but it's it's too much it's too much yeah it's too much it, yeah period I'm just it was a lot I just you know I pray for his family I feel like there's a strength in what his brother did ah, but his brother. the hug was too far for me the hug was way too far for me. The, the I believe didn't he mention something? Uh, if I remember correctly, about you don't deserve. I don't think you should even go to jail. Something along those lines. Yeah. So I was just like, sir, shut up. Because at the end of the day, it's police brutality. Yeah. There are out here men just like you dying. Your brother just died at the hands of another white cop in and his they, own home, so eating some ice cream on doing the couch. Nothing. Just like Philando Castillo, I still can't get that. I wish I didn't watch that video, which is why I don't watch yeah. most of these videos. Yeah. I still can't get him being shot in there, and his his girlfriend and the baby. It's like I can still picture it so vividly, and it's like I can only imagine what the little girl's still going through. And this is all, excuse me, 
at the hands of white cops again. Yeah. So again, fuck these crackers. You know, <laughs> we can go ahead and forgive them because we're not gonna keep that hate in our heart. But we're not. I, I can't fuck with y'all like that. Yeah. And I right. I say there are white people and those people that happen to be white. Yeah. And we do have allies. But at the end of the day, sometimes I have to be very careful with even those allies because they they have to understand their privilege and they'll always have that privilege. Always. And if there's always. And it comes to a moment where it's just like it's me or you, they will always choose themselves. Yeah. They choose themselves every fucking time. Every time. Every so, time. We just, again, stay out the way and worry about us and build us. We can build our own. They want us. They want to be like us. Their hatred and how scared they are of us is because they don't have what we got. Listen. You know, and we have to use our potential and we'll definitely take over this country, but we have to work together like them crackers do. Listen, they work together. They don't give a fuck what it is. Look at the Republicans right now. Not even to get into Trump shit. Look at the Republicans right the fuck now. You think for a second... If the if if this impeachment doesn't pass the House, right, Where's and it, it goes to the yeah, Senate, I, I don't think it's going to go through either. But I have posted a breakdown on um, my IG stories. I'm going to try to find it. I'll repost it again. But it was basically breaking down what impeachment is because everyone's like, oh, impeach, right, impeach, right. impeach. I was like, nigga, have y'all ever took a history class? Maybe because I don't know what history is teaching high school kids and college kids now. But back in my day, I know everything there needed to be known about Nixon's impeachment. Right. So and and what how and how it like the Watergate scandal, everything. I'm I'm definitely aging myself, Jesus. But impeachment is not an easy thing to do. It's not easy. It's it not to get easy. Passed. And, and right. I go ahead. So my thing is if it doesn't pass through the House of Representatives and it goes through the Senate, the Senate right. is predominantly a republic like we have a Republican Senate. If it does not if it doesn't pass that, y'all nigga he ain't going nowhere. And you know what? Sometimes people are like, oh, well, I want him to step down. Listen. He's not going to step down because he's too arrogant. No, I don't care. He needs to not step down. And we have a vice president by the Who's name of Mike Pence. He's a psycho. He's a psycho. Mike Pence is extremely scary. He's extremely calculated. Mike Pence is one person that we do not want to be the president of the United States. Right. Not I even, am not scared. Even, not even for six of months. My, no, not for a day. That nigga can, ex- he is smart, he knows what he's doing, and he knows he knows the process of things. Yeah. Donald Trump is a fucking clown. He's the, the biggest He's a clown. celebrity, he's a racist, but we see what he's doing, and most of the, the issues that happen around him, he creates himself anyway. Yeah. Let this monkey-ass clown stay as, uh, as president for now. He can keep, like, being a fucking animal out there, in, in a circus, in there. We don't want Mike Pence. Right. So, we have, what, another year left? If we need to deal with another year of Trump before we get Mike Pence, I will deal with another year of Trump. Period. I do not. I, we cannot I mean, afford Mike Pence to be our president. I, I have to agree with you there. But my thing too is like the Republicans, they stick together. Like they know, um, they know how horrible everything is. But they're like, hmm, we have an agenda. Let this play out. Let them. Let well, them. Let they're them, capitalists, and when it, it makes sense, if you have money to be Republican, black, white, or Spanish, right. you, your tax cuts are ridiculous, and it's not fair. But it's the way that it is. If I was this huge rich person, I wouldn't choose money first. I'll say I've said some dumb shit before, but to, like to be completely honest, even if I were a millionaire at this point in time, I would get a significant tax cut. But it's not worth it. You know, mm-hmm. to look at the rest of the things that are falling apart because of my own personal tax cut. You know, I'm already making the money. I'm gonna just make some more. Like we we have to be very careful with the way we vote. We all need to vote. If y'all listen to this shit, go fucking make sure you're registered and show Register. up early. Register. Do not go the day of. They I, will shut us down. I want to tell you, even for the governor election here in the red state of Georgia, the lines 
were astronomical and it was astronomical for early voting because i'm wow. a geek i went to early vote good bitch the fuck it was a fucking gymnasium the shit was wrapped around two times wow it was that serious and for early voting they rigged so many things here in georgia it was unreal right it was just in favorable of Stacey Abrams. Yes, the station was awful. I'm just like, this election, if if this was any indication of what this election is going to look like, and I feel like the Democrats are on the fucking circus right now, oh, all, yeah. all 20 of them. 20? I think there's like 59 of them. <laughs> I need them to fucking relax. There's some that we need. I say this on my show all the time. We need senators. We yeah. need mayors. We need governors. Like, drop out of the presidential race and do an, like make an impact in your, your state. state. You know, we need yep. you here. I, I agree. need, you know, we ended up in Florida with DeSantis, which actually I kind of fangirled a little today. I met um, Andrew Gillum. Did you? I know, I was like, Did you? But I couldn't, I, I, I couldn't find out. He was like, how you doing? Yes, I was going to do And then I turned around and I'm like, ah, it's so cool. But we ended up with DeSantis. DeSantis, and I, I called him like baby Trump. Yeah. Um, and it all happened because we weren't all, you know, unified. And Andrew should have been our governor. Yeah. He really, he really, really should have. have. And Stacey should have been here. But we need to get out there and early vote. We need to all stick together and forget that the presidency is not the only thing we need to go out and vote for. Yes, our president is important. Yeah. But the one that makes an impact for me is not my, my governor yeah. of Florida. That's what impacts my daughter's education system. That's what impacts our taxes. You yeah. know? That's what impacts all of that. So, yeah, the president can do federal shit, but we need our mayors and our governors. So, Drop out the race, you little stupid Democrats. They're so fucking and retarded. And go over to the Senate, to, like, Congress, to, you know, judges, all that kind yeah. of shit. Listen, <laughs> a judge, federal judge ruled um, they got to put a stop on the six-week abortion ban in Georgia. How For how long, I don't know. But yeah. that was awesome. <laughs> I didn't think, I, when I saw that shit, I dropped my phone, I said, oh, shit, bitch, what? Like, I was hyped because I'm like, yo, like... Y'all motherfuckers are so miserable. It's going to come down to one of y'all white fucking congressmen's daughters that's going to fuck around with Billy or Bobby behind the fucking school or wherever the fuck. Kids fucking. That's what they're doing and that's unfortunate. But this is what teenagers and, you know, it isn't even about all about teenagers. It's... Adults, men, adults, men, like men, white, humanistically, men, right? Men should not tell us what to do with our bodies, period, it, at all, whatsoever. It, it's just like, how the fuck? It, and until it really affects them, that's when it's going to be like, oh no, we got, we got to change something, we got to flip something around, right? And that's 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 the problematic part about this fucking Republican, this. Ugh, pro-life bullshit. I'm not saying pro-life bullshit, but it's just like it. it it's really not that it's bullshit. Me. It's just. I was listening to somebody speak, and they were saying pro-life, pro-choice, and it's just, it's not black and white. It's not black and white. Because, of course, I'm fucking pro-life. I'm never going to be like, oh, no, no, I'm pro-death. Right. No, pro-choice doesn't mean death. It's, it's just, right. do what's best for you. Of course, I would love to see every baby be alive and breathe and get taken care of. Right. And be cute. But that's not the re- right. reality of it all. You may be, you may be fucking, and, and and circumstantially something happened. A condom pop. Like, granted, there's Plan B pills, but think about like all the little things in the nooks and crannies. Like, damn, I don't even know if I really want to. I'm in school right now. I don't know if I really want to have this baby. Or I got raped. Whatever, I got sexually assaulted. Whatever like, what your the reason fuck? is, is none of anybody else's right. business. It is your body. Your body. You get it done. And I get it. There's men out here that are like, oh my gosh, you know, 
but that's my baby too. But you know what, nigga, go to go adopt a baby if you want a baby so bad. Right. Because yeah, yeah. it just so happens that you can have three bitches pregnant, but we can only get pregnant once. And we have to deal with this baby for nine months. And our hormones and our bodies changing. And are you gonna actually be there forever? Right. Because what can happen tomorrow is you can die and now I'm a single mother. Yeah. So it that I choose if I wanna be a mother and then you choose if you wanna be a father afterwards and that is child support. Period. You know? We going to the jail. We going to the right. fucking um, Or judge. I'm have my own Give and not put you on child. Like, it is what it is, but it's our choice. It should not be anybody else's choice. That's why God gave us the body. Agreed. I just, yeah, I, we just living in a time right now that I feel like everybody needs to be a little bit more aware, read a little bit more, tune in a little bit more, and also register to vote, guys. Like, y'all are important. fucking tripping if you're not registered to vote. I feel like, have you ever watched Soma? Uh-uh. I watched Selma and I just was sick because to know, this is a neighboring state, to know the type of shit that folks went through just for us to get that opportunity to, to be able to vote. vote? Mm-hmm. We have a privilege. Motherfuckers die. We have a right to vote. Let's put it to work. I cannot stand someone that goes, ah, my vote is not that It's, not that, it's not that important. No, but it is. Yes, it is. It's very important. You know what I'm saying? It ain't gonna like, make a difference. No, but it is. When you get them traffic tickets, motherfucker, it makes a big difference right. because that's your local politicians. You know? You know, whether the red light tickets are on there, how the school system is going to go, the taxes that they put up, these yep. school buses, where it gets allocated, that'll go soon. If you have a job and you're paying taxes, you want to know where your taxes are going to. You know, if you're walking around potholes by your house... It's, that's who you chose. Exactly. So that is all local politicians and all local laws. And folks don't look at it that way. So y'all need to really take Just read. the time to fucking Google. That is available to us. It's we available on your books. phone. Like, Google there's books. There's so many different ways. So many different things. I give everyone all the time my Audible code. I, a free fucking book. Yeah. Go get this free book here and you can learn something, you know? Yeah. You have, if Andrew has a book, get him. I'm saying any politician that might have one that can give you a breakdown, give go listen to this book, you know? Right. And you can learn something from other people's experiences of what they're going through from their knowledge. It's the only way. We didn't have back in the day. We weren't allowed to read. Yeah. We weren't allowed to write. We weren't allowed to read. Now we have this. It's a right of ours. Let's fucking use it. Utilize it. Let's use it. I agree. Well, let's get to lighter shit. <laughs> let's get to lighter shit. So it's like seven thirty p.m. Eastern time, and it's fucking dark outside. So y'all know. Oh time. shit! Did you see that shit? It usually don't get dark until like eight thirty over here. It's nighttime, know, nighttime. We have hit October, and you know what it is? Drum roll, please. What is it? Cuffing season. Oh shit! Oh yeah, I'm cuffed up there. <laughs> it hit me. I mean, it's officially October. We are transitioning. Oh, in Atlanta, we're prayerfully transitioning into colder, colder weather because it's been ninety something degrees every motherfucking week. I just, I huh. can't. It's been hot as shit, but I'm enjoying this cooler weather today, so I hope it's safe. Right, it was one or two yesterday, girl. Nobody got time for that. Exactly. But I'm like, how are we gonna have a successful cuffing season? Carl, are you cuffing this season? What's going? I on? got cuffed up, girl. I thought I had a three week <laughs> hoe face in New York. I failed, so I'm <laughs> wait, not, wait, I'm wait, not wait, a good hoe. You had a hoe face. Yeah, girl. It was three weeks, I lost all my three niggas in one day. What the fuck? Yeah, I fucked up. Juggling niggas is not my thing. It's just not. I easy. love love. I love to be booed up. Um, it was cool. 
come on, last uh-huh. week was a lot of fucking work. Homing is a lot of work. I don't know how these bitches do it. I, it's so my patience hard. and my my attitude is just ridiculous. Well, I was told by my number one whole friend. You know, I thought she was gonna help me. She ain't help me for shit. She's a terrible coach. Um, <laughs> she's not a good whole coach. But she was telling me you can't get your feelings involved. But I said I want to cuddle, bitch. She said you can't cuddle. You walk in, you fuck these niggas. You take this money. You keep it moving. But I'm, you oh. walk in, you take this money. And you walk the fuck out. You walk in, no, you take the dick. I want to cuddle. Uh, I want to cuddle. I want to kiss. And I want you to take me on a date. And I want you to I want a date. <laughs> no, I want... Uh, and after the date, we got to cuddle. Fuck that. Girl, Lie to me and tell me you love me. Lie to me and tell yeah. me you love so me. I'd be on the phone with them all the time. When I was with one, then the other two were calling. And I was answering the phones. And then I got caught. And it was just really bad. But... Out of the three, I lost two, remained with one. Hey. So I got cuffed up, and now I'm all in love again. Yeah, so I'm cuffed up, cuffed up. Ah. It's so cute. It's so does he live in your area? No, he's from up north, but we he's, we just been traveling a lot to see each other. Oh, isn't that the best? It's actually pretty cool. I really like it. Because my last six-year relationship, he was there, like, up under my ass all the time. And although, if it wasn't for <laughs> FaceTime, I know. Um... I don't think I could have done the long distance relationship without the technology that we have nowadays. Yeah. Oh my God. You know, I we can hop great. on a flight quick or we can get on FaceTime and phone calls and we see each other. So it's like, although I miss the touch, yeah. it's like, I'm looking at you and it's like, where are you at? And this, you also get that sense of security that when I call you, you answer and he's like, you're at work. Oh, I can see you're at work. Okay, maybe I'll hit you, I'll hit you up later, you know? Right. You can always answer. So this long distance has been a lot easier because one, we have the means to be able to travel to see each other. And we have like you know the communication open, mm-hmm. but yeah, I got cuffed up for real this cuffing season. Like he, he made the cut early. I know, we we right. didn't have too many tryouts. Like, oh, okay. She was like, "Yeah, this is it. Um, I'm good. We'll see where it goes from here. It could, it could end tomorrow. I don't Listen, know. But for right know, now, with, it works great. With these niggas, you never know. Nope. I, I said I wasn't really interested because I wasn't like dating in the summer. It wasn't my summer bay. It was my winter into my June bay, and then he was <laughs> doing the fuck. He needed to do let him go. So he had to get the fuck out of here. And, um, you know, I was having a hot girl summer. Did you? I had a hot girl summer, but you know what? I got flued out. Hey! I mean, I got flued out, too. I got flued the fuck out. Um, I got flued out, and it just, you know, started progressing. It was a friendship that blossomed into a little bit more than a friendship. <laughs> and, you know, I'm alright with it. Like, you know, he lives um, up north as well, and it's just, it works, I don't know, it's just, it's working out, and I'm just kind of like going with the flow. Right, as you should. And I'm just enjoying my time, because I really am focused on my shit, <laughs> my, my productivity and shit. Right. So I'm like, you know, it's kind of good not having somebody up underneath you all the time. And then it gets, gives us a chance to miss each other and to have uh, amazing fucking sex oh, when girl. we're together. This, I had so much fucking sex last night. Me, me too! Bitch, <laughs> I fucked up that hotel room. You hear me? It was, Kiki gave me some tinctures to put under my, my tongue. Some herbal sex drops under my tongue, and then on top of that, I took three of her pills. Did you? She gave me the she orgasm. Yeah, took yep. three of those, and then the she orgasm girl makes two. these drops. Oh, so I gotta get that. I did that drops plus three pills, girl. When I tell you, and we hadn't seen each other in two weeks, it was popping and rocking. When I tell you, popping oh, and rocking. Like, I'm like, don't tell me to stop because I can't stop. Bitch. There is no stopping here. We this were late. This train is we were going. late for dinner, so we ended up doing late dinner. And did I even do dinner? Yeah, we did late. I didn't. We didn't know. I didn't even do dinner, bitch. I came. I ate public chicken. Ain't no time to eat. Eat this pussy. Um, the fuck. I'm crying. <laughs> screaming. That's what you gonna eat? Yeah, it was a late dinner. We were supposed to go out with his friends. We did a late one. Came back home and did some more. And yeah. 
yeah. Right. I had last yeah. night, this morning, we just been popping. But I, I guess I, I it's mean, because you don't see each other all the we, time. We don't. We haven't seen each other since we went to LA, LA in August. Oh, shit. But, yeah, this is the longest time that we've been apart. So it was just like, bitch. That's a long time. Yeah, we, we, we usually see each other every two, three weeks, bitch. No, once I left rough. New York, he came it was every rough. weekend for four, four ah, weeks straight. It was amazing. Get you something? I know. So, yeah, I'm kind of sort of cuffed. Kind of sort of cuffed, but, you know, we playing this by ear seeing how it goes going with the As flow you should. don't put pressure on at me. all so ladies i want to talk to y'all about having a successful cuffing season i need y'all to stop fucking playing though because y'all know what cuffing season is about it's about fucking so the, the the basis of it is really finding somebody that you can you can like that person or you can like them do things with them and also have the sex I mean, it doesn't have. Okay, so I don't think it has to include sex. You no, no. Mm. So I think because you know you have the draft. We were talking about this like this okay. Before. So you have the draft, and you have um, then you have the preseason. Okay. Then you have the season. Then you go into the playoffs, and then <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Then you go yes. to the championship. Yeah. So you start off with the draft, and it's like all these niggas is around. Like who do I like? Who do I, who can I even text with? Cool. You have five of them. Then you go into the preseason mm-hmm. with a couple of niggas, you know? You got three. Now maybe you're going on dates and hanging out. This is for the ladies that, like, I, I can't fuck without emotion. Like, I have to like you. Like, No, you know, I have to like you. But you know what? To me, it has to be like, like, it's fuck chemistry. Chemistry, you will get chemistry anywhere. But that mental, yes, that you conversation, have to, that connection. I think it's called sapiosexual. Yes. It, girl, like. You can get you can take my penis off of the way you talk to me. Just talk to me like you got some motherfucking sense, right? And like for a minute, and then show me a little bit. You gotta show me a little bit of consistency. You got you have to. Oh, consistency is key. Period. Point blank. Consistency right. is which key. Which is why for me the draft was great, the preseason was great, uh-huh. and then we got into the season right now. And I'm like, oh, I like this. So the sex is good, but I don't right. think you have to have during the beginning like sex is like who you who you connect with and see which ones you want to actually like fuck with. Right, I think so too. Um, the thing about, and I'm trying to get girls to understand this. Yes, you don't want a new body. You may uh, not. I you, mean, you may not want a new body, but I'm sure. Doesn't matter. I just who's who's, who's clocking your pussy miles? Right. Fuck, you do what you fuck want. Fuck your pussy you miles. Do what you want, but also. I feel like there's something to getting to know someone new. That chemistry that... I hate the getting to know someone new. It sucks. It can suck at times. It can. But when you have that little... Once you have that attraction... Right. And you peel back a layer or two in conversation... Bitch, that shit is... Ooh. No, it is. I love. Ooh. So the thing about when I tell you this, we were already friends. So it's like right. we didn't we didn't need to meet or learn each other. Right. We knew each other very Same. well. We were friends, and I knew all his fuck shit. So I knew how he was a woman. I was like, try it. I know the fuck shit. Try it if you want. I know right? the backstory, the front story. I know, but all this. I, I was there doing like helping you do the fuck shit. I didn't know about the dick. Right. Well, I I heard I, stories. I ain't know nothing. Oh, I heard stories of mine until I fell on it. No, I accidentally slipped and fell. Bitch. Slipped and fell into it. <laughs> Rolled over and fell no, on it. No, <laughs> I don't think anybody, like, for me, I, I don't know, I'm just, I can't just have, I, I don't know, I'm not a, I'm a sexual person, but at the same time, not really. Right. Um, But there are women that are, and they worry about, oh, how many bodies they're going to get. Honestly, 
do what makes you feel best. But and also do them. know that men do, regardless of the fact the, the society we live in, men do judge. Men do, do judge. Men do judge. And I'm not saying a fucking nigga off the first night. I'm saying progress. If you if do what the fuck you want to do with your body, right. but also keep it safe and also yes. take some time to get to know him a little bit. Go on, hang out a little bit. You know what I'm Here's saying? Here's the thing about sex. Every time I haven't had, um, you know, I can't say I'm explaining that shit, but the times that I've had sex that I probably, like, I feel like I should have, there's this connection. It's so true when they say you are receiving this energy from yes. someone else. So every time we get fucked, we're getting this energy yeah. from someone else, this transfer of energy, and I just don't want everybody's fucking energy. Right. And I I've agree. been really lucky to not receive anything too shitty, except for like when my relationship was going downhill. Every time we would have sex, it was like it it, it, it made me literally sad afterwards. Yo, I'm I telling wasn't you, happy. I I went through a spurt where I was de- dating this guy. Um, I had just moved to Atlanta. I wasn't really talking to anybody. Nothing too crazy, you know. I had a little summer. A little summer fling. It was right. cool. Whatever. With this doctor. <laughs> he was... What a doctor. Yeah, you was about to be on Married to Medicine, no, bitch? No, bitch. He was a hoe. So, it didn't... You know, he was a hoe. And I was okay with the whole shit. But stop, just stop answering the fucking phone around me. Oh, no. Nah, that's disrespectful. Like, you're just like... Be I, a respectful like, just, hoe. Come on. Be a respectful hoe. So, that was that. Um, then, I met this guy. But he had, like, a lot of fucking issues. And I just was so drained after sex so drained and you're thinking like damn he really worked me out no he didn't no. work me out he had a lot of fucking shit with him it made me not fuck for a minute yeah because i was like there's something not right about this situation and how it left me and you know granted you know i moved to the left i was like ah, nigga, I, right you know he respected the boundary it was what it was and you know it, that was that but i was like i wanted to make sure that before i got into it with anybody else that it was it felt right Yes. It felt right. It felt organic. Like, it wasn't... I wasn't trying. He wasn't trying. Like, it just went together. And that's where I've been That's where I've been at. And that's where you stay. So it doesn't feel good anymore. Right. Yeah. And and I I can say this. Like, as you get older, you start noticing the differences in the energies. Right. You're giving men a piece of you. You're giving men a piece of And they're getting a piece of of you, too. They're getting a piece of you, too. If you're not all right, if you fucked up in the head or you got depression whatever the fuck it you're is giving and you, that man. you're giving it to him you're throwing his whole fucking day off or his whole week off and you're not even aware that you're doing right that. i just had a letter i have a, a listener that sent into a letter we, i did it today with leticia mm-hmm. um she was like my her fiance wanted to take a break oh for whatever and i didn't realize that it was a lesbian relationship oh shit but she has been through a lot like depression she tried to commit suicide like all these things yeah she's saying a lot she a break and i'm like you know She's probably drained yeah. from you, you know? You're giving her that energy. And there's only so much that someone can take from you. And we also, with, in our romantic, with our romantic partners, there's a level of expectation that we have with them. Right. There's a level of we, we need you to understand us and we need you to, you know, be there for me. Right. And sometimes we're not understanding that we're taking and we're not giving back. Right. Especially when we have so much we're leaving going them, on. We're leaving them empty. And honestly speaking, that's how I felt about the dude. It was like only four or five weeks. The nigga tried to move in on me. Oh no! This nigga was leaving shit in my house. This and 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 was leaving me feeling so stressed. And I was just like, Ah, oh, bitch, you a G? What the fuck going on? Right. I was like, Nah, that ain't right. And I, I got to the core of the issues. And that's why I said, Oh no, no, no. We just yeah, you 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 gotta go handle your shit. Stop right. running behind bitches. Worry about your fuck shit. Worry about yourself. Right. Worry about fixing. And it wasn't fuck shit like he was a hoe or anything like that. Right. He just had a lot of deep rooted issues and he's not dealing with them. And I feel like a lot of men don't deal with those issues. I say it time and time again, take your fucking meds, talk to somebody, 
seek a therapist. If you don't want to seek a therapist, talk to your homeboy. Talk to your brother. Talk to your mama. Anybody. Get a you therapist. Get, work it out because at the end of the day, therapy, you're walking therapy, around therapy. with all of this these issues. And you think that being hopping from woman to woman is going to handle no. those issues. And she's going to be with open arms to those issues. Bitch, you can't do that. we got enough going on. Right. Period. Not to say a black man doesn't, or any other man for that matter, but it's just like, it's too much. Team too much. No, I, I'm a huge therapy, therapy advocate. Mm-hmm. Like, me too. You have to, your mental health is what you have to get together. Yeah. If we're not all the way together, we're broken. Right. We're broken. Right. I can't give you any of me broken. You know, I'm giving you basically pieces right. of, of glass and you're going to cut yourself. If I'm not home, if I'm not doing well. So I go to therapy all the time. My dude now does not believe in therapy at all, but he's very spiritual. I, I, I'm working with him on that part. But <laughs> he's pretty he's pretty grounded. And although we have his issues, I think that he speaks very well. And he knows that he has to work some of the things. And he, I think he goes more, more towards, like, a spirit, leans to a spiritual side mm-hmm. more uh, than therapy. I'll get him into therapy one day. Maybe not. But we all have our issues and we need to deal with them and we don't need to put that onto anybody else. My right. issues are not anybody else's issues. He deals great with me with my anxiety. And mm-hmm. I talk about it all the time. It's like, we match so well because he's able to calm me down. Just almost every night I have a panic attack. And it gets worse when I have someone next to me because I get embarrassed. And it's like, I want to, me trying to hold it in makes it worse. So, and he's so, it doesn't, I think he's knocked out snoring and he'll wake up and the next thing I know he's, his body is on me. His face is on my face. And he's like, breathe, like trying to get me to breathe with him. Because I stop breathing. And then I start crying. Because I'm like, fuck, I want to stop. I want to stop. And the more I want to stop, the worse the panic attack gets. Because I can't stop. So finding someone that understands that, you know, not everyone can deal with that. If yeah. I find some, a regular dude, well, not I'm just like regular, but like any, any other guy, like my ex, he couldn't handle it. And he kept, you know, it was separating us because he couldn't deal with what I was going through. Wow. And he wasn't built for it, wow. you know? So you have to just separate and know that you're, I'm transferring my anxiety to this guy i was transferring it to my ex my ex just didn't know how to how to handle it this guy knows because he's been dealing with it for so many years with his best friend that he's with all the time so he knows that he's around this mental health stuff on a daily basis right so he's able to deal with me but you have to find the right person for you like period luckily Mm. mine is in therapy for other reasons and i'm just (laughs) like this is so bomb because i haven't gone to therapy yet you are out, girl. You're going to love it. I, I know I am because I know that my mom's been through therapy. And my best friends have been through therapy. A lot of my guests have been through therapy. So I'm just like, okay, it's my turn. Right. And because I can't be everyone's therapist either. And I think. No, it's you're like, taking on the energy it's as well. A, it's an empath trait of mine. And I'm like, oh my God, this ain't it. No. This ain't the fuck it. But yeah. Back to. Back to what we were talking about. To get you a nigga that go to therapy. Period, poo. <laughs> but yeah, um, in the cold cuffing season, shit. So back to like girls just feeling like, oh, you know, I don't want a new body. I just want to stick to what I know. So I fuck my ex. So I fuck the nigga ah. I used to talk to. Whatever. Don't feel like you just. Bitch, y'all bitches don't be wanting to show y'all personality. Y'all just stuck on pretty. I'm just telling y'all this straight through. Like, y'all are pick-me-ass bitches. Y'all gotta stop that shit. Be personable. Use your personality. No matter if it's quirky, awkward, whatever the fuck. Be yourself. They are being... A lot of them are being themselves. They have no personality. I'm crying. No, like, for real. screaming. (laughs) Like, for real, for real. And you know what? And I think I... and, And I was talking to my homeboy about this. And he's like, you fail to realize that you are around a group of dynamic women... On a daily basis, right? You don't see lame bitches. You don't see whack bitches. And they're you're not. You're not around whack bitches. And I'm like, yo, everyone keeps telling me that the bitches out here are so trash. They're trash. And I'm like, oh my god, I don't know girls that are 
black. I've separated myself from lackluster bitches years ago. Right. So I don't know that it exists really. It's bad. Oh my it's god. Bad. It's pretty These bitches bad. don't have no personality. They have no personality. They, have, they think they have but their looks and it's just And, and I, I do I do catch that vibe often. I catch it on Instagram. I catch it just walking through yeah. even working at the lounge that I was working at. I would see these bitches that are especially in Atlanta that are super I got my lashes done. I got my fucking front um uh, lace front and my right. tits are sitting up and everybody likes me. I got a Chanel bag. You, they going to fuck you. Great and dandy sis. You're going to get fucked. But you can't pay your fucking $40 tab. Um, and they're going to fuck you and not pay your forty dollars tab. Yeah, period. <laughs> That's it. They're gonna split the bill with you. So. I, have some substance, ladies. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a lot. And if of you it have too. a friend that has no substance, teach them. Teach them. Teach them. Tell them to find something to do for themselves. Like we can't depend on these men for everything. Am I gonna take your money? And are you gonna take me out to eat? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not depending on you. If you're not taking me out to eat, I got money from you. I'm going to fucking eat. Right. Whether it's at home, well. whether it's at Marlowe's across the street, whether it's at the fucking Red Lobster, bitch, whether it's at the fucking Chick Fil A, a bitch I'm is going gonna to eat. eat. Oh, Chick Fil A, so good, so good, so good. But yeah, like y'all gotta grow up, use your personalities. If you want to talk to a guy, talk to the fucking guy. Yeah, don't play games. Don't play games. If he texts you, don't wait fucking an hour to hit him back. Don't ruin your cuffing season before it gets to start. Right. Because apparently Carla said half of y'all don't got no fucking personality. So, because half of y'all don't got a personality, I think y'all need to utilize some fucking sense. Girl, I've seen some of these text messages from girls. Like, when I told you I was just friends with my guys, I would see these messages. And it's like, girls would literally just send a pussy pic just because, like, just because. Oh, my God. It's just pussy pictures. I do see. I do um, I do hear about dick pics a lot. It's like, I want to suck your Two. dick. Oh. Um, oh. Yeah, they're very forward. And it's like, yo, how about you get to know the person for a little bit? And you'll know if they even want to get to know you at all. And... Just because they fuck you does not mean they're going to want to be with you. Ever. Men will fuck anything. Anything. So. Especially if you're throwing it at them. You're putting it right in their right. face. Right. Use your words first. See if they like your intellectual. I mean, if you're down to just fuck, know that it's just And that's fucking. the thing. I was going to say, that's one of my points. I was like, if y'all just DTF, then that's that. Put right. that to the left. But go into it knowing that you're just down to fuck. But if you fuck around and catch feelings, right. then that's on you, sis. All because you have here. set... Fuck the nigga. You have set a fucking standard, pre- a standard, a precedence that you are just DCF. That's it. That happened to somebody I know, and she was with the person for five years, and he finally, she wanted more and more and more, and he finally said to her, "Listen, I don't see you that way." Yeah. We started at this, as this, and I don't want. I, you're not what I want a wife. You are pussy to me. Yo. And that's that. He'll take her out to eat. They'll go on vacations, but he's like, I don't want a relationship with you. This is what you are. You're fun to be around. You're cool, but. That's as far as it takes. And I was like, bitch, I told you. In between. And, and, and it's not going to change. And was she, I, seeing, was she seeing anybody else? No. Oh, she's a clown. No. She, she wanted him. She's like, I'm going to change him. He's going to want me. And I'm like, all right. We, did, y'all not out here to change niggas. You, listen. Ever. Ever. and Ever in a day. There, you're not going to be able to. A man will only change for the person that he wants to change for. And that's And he'll change that. right away because with the person that I am now, when I, people are like, you're with who? Like, you're going to get played. I'm like, listen. He people are seeing like wow he's acting different but he always he's like somebody's gonna change me and I'd be like nigga ain't nobody ever gonna change you you'll never be you have to want that for yourself and when it happened he tells me all day he's like yo like I don't want to step out I don't want to be with nobody else I want to talk to you I only want to fuck you I'm like that's great I'm glad because if it wasn't we wouldn't be together but I see the change in him and it's not I didn't tell him to do anything 
I didn't change him. I say shit. He changed because he, like, that's what the feeling that he got, right. you know? Right, so, exactly. So, y'all ladies need to know that there's nothing, there's nothing I could do to change him. It just so happened that's the connection we had. Agreed. But, like, on some real shit, though, I just got this weirdest text message ever. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. <laughs> oh. Sorry, y'all. It was a weird text message. I'm like, what? That I was. I usually record and don't pay attention to my phone, and I just pay attention <laughs> to my phone. But anyway, so yeah, if you DTF, then that's that's just what it is, and know that's just that, that's just what it is. Unless you have a conversation, he says that he wants more, or you have expressed right. that you want more, then that is fucking different. And that's the problem I have with women, even in our thirties. Bitches don't know how to, don't know how to set the tone. They don't even know how to talk. Why not second in her thirties? That's that's sad to me. That's right. really sad to me. They don't know the difference, and I, I know I'm dragging it. I've been dragging it in a couple of episodes. Some of these bitches don't know the difference between dating and fucking. Mm-hmm. They don't know the difference between relationship and situationship. Yep. Like, bitch, I, I guess I gotta. I, I'm gonna have to do a refresher course episode once a year to get these bitches together. No, I'm, 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 I'm due. I'm due because I did one in 2018. I need to do one this year um, yeah, before 2019. It's very, very. So different. I will definitely do a breakdown on that for y'all. But. Use your fucking personality. If there's good chemistry, especially if it's a new person, embark right. on that. Nigga, that's gonna be your cuff. In that. What? That's your cuff for the fucking season. After like you, you got see the where it goes. Exactly. Um, if you want to mix it up, and you know, you are kind of bitch like me. You know, you going out on these dates. You going on these dates. You still going out on dates now? Where other niggas? No. Yeah. I, I, look, okay. I got. I've gotten asked. You know, the last real date that I've been on since I've been talking to this dude was on my birthday because we didn't spend my birthday together but we went I went to Miami and then he came out to Miami. Okay. So I just kind of somebody else took me out for my birthday oh. and it was it was a I had a great birthday Carla like from the nigga that but I on the date or with the, the date the trip on. everything. Like good. it was like yeah but yeah this this guy took me on a date but he was real extra and very needy and I could see uh. that I could see that there was a lot of issues and this is another motherfucker that hops from woman to woman expecting mm, you know no you know he, you could see that he's very caring very loving sweet guy but like you're you're running around in circles with these bitches because you haven't taken some time to really get to know you these niggas always want a bitch they always want to be laid up and he's like a he's like a, He's sweet, like, I don't know how to describe it, like, a real fucking, um, Romeo kind of nigga. But at the end of the day, you're always gonna fall into these fucking traps with these bitches because you're too fucking invested. Like, he was freaking out. About what? When I came back from Miami that I didn't text him. You're not my man. Yeah, we went on a what great, two great dates. One just happened to be my birthday date that you decided you chose to go all out for. Right. I didn't ask you to take me out for my birthday, nigga. Because I knew I was going to Miami. My birthday fell on a fucking Thursday. Right. You think I gave a fuck? I did not give a fuck. I went to work the next day. Went to work. Did what I needed to do. Came and home. left. Got me a fucking um, piece of luggage. Because my luggage from Amazon did not come. Fuck you, Amazon. Oh, I had to money back? Girl, yeah, sure did. But I had to run and fucking go get a carry-on. Like, I had to get my life together. Had a little dinner with my friends. Got fucked up. Had a great time. And got on my 7 o'clock flight. As it should. Oh, Period. I'm thinking about it. I think we have a fucking 3.30 in the morning. Oh, okay, yeah, you sure do. Anyway. I don't know why I chose that fucking flight. Why did you want to go home so early? You were right there. I thought I was going to leave at night and it ended up being a 6 a.m. flight. What, what are you flying? Death. Spirit. Oh. Okay, it was an 88 hour flight, girl. I was going to say, if you was flying Southwest, we could just switch no. it out real quick. 
fucking spirit. I have I have phone spirit before, don't I? Yeah. Oh no, I'll t- I have no problem getting my especially when it's an hour flight. Literally, I ain't, I'm right there. Actually, I'm about to hit my friend to see how this um, JetBlue flight is looking because they yeah. want a 12 and she can give me a buddy pass. Yeah, get a buddy pass, get a buddy pass. But yes, yeah, yeah, that shit was crazy. So anyway, if y'all know you want to go on dates and you like him, he likes you. Set the standard from the jump. Um, and if he's a mixy nigga, we we meet mixy niggas all the time. You know, he's a mixy nigga, or you know right. he's a low life. <laughs> Some of us know that these niggas is low lives. We just choose to fuck with it anyway. Fuck that. You you you, you choose to fuck with it anyway. Then keep them on the low. Don't make it a thing. Don't make it a thing, sis. That's a lot. That's a lot of the problem with cuffing season. They we make it a thing when it's not a thing. Right. That's where the most the majority of situations right. But the majority of situationships come from cuffing season. Yeah. Uh yeah. Because in the summertime you just chilling with your homegirls. Right. Hanging out. Like, are you kidding me? Like, right. You, you was having a hot girl summer, then cuffing season came, and the nigga just, you know, wooed you, brought the fucking food to the house. Y'all may, may have went on 1.5 dates. Suck. Hey, bitch, I'm not. Um, y'all might, but I'm not. Um, and, and that's how it formulated. So, if at the end of the day, if you know he's a low life, or you know he may not be the kind of nigga you want to bring around, that's cool. Just right. keep it pushing, but set the expectation. That's it, sis. That's, That's all. It. And of course, if you want consistent dick all year round, oh, that is a communicative situation to have. <laughs> Again, speak your piece. Say that you just want dick. Say that you want more. Right. That's it. Like y'all make this super difficult, and then be fucking crying or be like, "Sis, I listen DMs. Sis, I listen to your shit. I was fucking crying, but like, you know, I really like the nigga. But it's like, you know, he out here. Okay." You can be too. Why are you not? Right. Not. I'm not saying. I'm not screaming and advocating for whole shit. But at the end of the day, like, no, no, it's bad. It's both bad. But live your life. As he's living his. He don't give a fuck about you. So yeah. Niggas don't give a fuck. Niggas don't give a fuck. And that's just that on that. So cuffing season, ladies. I've given y'all, and Carla has given y'all some tidbits. Y'all know what to (laughs) do. Get it right. Get it tight. And keep it pushing. But other than that, um, I think we kind of covered a lot. We did. <laughs> we, we, did. we covered a lot. We co- covered these hoes. We covered politics. We covered current events, like careers. Yeah. Career, we did it all. And getting it the fuck together. Yes. So the next thing is getting me to do my show. Yes. And getting me out of corporate America. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll take, we'll take your time and do it. I'm like, oh my God. I just I'm I'm ready to say fuck it and I'm just not in the mood. But I do know I, I'm a, I am a planner. I am such a planner, so I know I have to take my time and be a little strategic about it. So right, we'll see what happens in the next six months. I've, I've started. I've started. I've started. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. You get it. Put get a board. I have a big board, and that's where I write everything that I want to do. Yeah, I'm walking. I, walk in I think I have it. to get back into. It not even so much visions like I have my post-its I'm like being Mary Jane I got my post-its up on my uh, mirror I know but I saw it, saw I love it. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do the same thing I, I, gotta, I have to speak those things to myself constantly and I notice when I'm affirming I'm always in the 
best state of mind and things just kind of formulate and just happen. I'm going to put some in my studio because I have a big mirror. I'm going to put them in there. But that board, I think I need to do I that board. And instead great. of doing a vision board, but just kind of like write everything down. I have my just, vision board. You have but I also No, I have a vision board that I created at the beginning of the year with my goals or whatever. But this other board is a whiteboard. Uh-huh, so you just and it's like in my mind, I'm like, I have ideas, what I want to do, what I don't need to do. And it's all there for me to visualize and erase when I got this done or I don't want to do this anymore and I want to change it. So it's just a big brain dump onto this board all the time that's a great idea so i learned that from joe budden we went to his house to record yeah and he had i mean his was huge it was the size of this shit like the, the wall. wall it's a huge one like a, a rolling one oh, and you can okay. see like on there he writes like everything like literally writes everything that comes to his mind he's like this is how i keep my thoughts together and get everything like done oh i love so it so i was like bet that's inspirational got a board i must steal one from work <laughs> I do got, it. I got one right <laughs> under my desk right now. Take but it Carla, home. let everybody know where they can find you. You can find me on all platforms of podcasting. Shit, I'm thirty podcast. I didn't say podcast. Shit, I'm thirty. Um, you can find me on all social media platforms at Carla Wilmaris. W I L M A R I S. Everyone always says Williams, but it's because y'all don't be reading. Y'all don't read. Carla Wilmaris. <laughs> so Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I'm mostly active on Instagram. Um, you can go to com, and that's where you can see, you know, everything about me. I'll have some, uh, the course and the templates, if you're trying to start a podcast, will be on sale there, but you can book your consultation on there as well. Yes. And it's a one-on-one virtual, so you can do it from, the, like, the comfort of your own home or wherever you are, and we'll be face-to-face so we actually do see each other. Nice. Um, that's an hour. And outside of that, you'll, uh, I think I'm going to slow down with how much I share on social media and turn it more into a, I, so I literally vlog and document my entire life. I see everything. <laughs> Between, I, like anybody, you, everyone knows what I'm doing, but I think I, I'm going to cut back and make it more into a YouTube vlog so mm-hmm. I can keep it up because I share so much, but it goes away. Yeah. So I want to have it documented where it stays. So I think I'm going to turn it into and be more active on my YouTube channel. Yes. And uh, Listen, I didn't even realize iHeartRadio at one point was putting all the podcast episodes on YouTube. That's what inspired me. To yeah, get, mine are all on YouTube. I was like, okay, it's time to get the studio together. It's time to start videotaping and mm-hmm. doing these episodes. And you can do it in the right here, girl. Exactly. So I was just like, okay, girl, you you figured it out. That's it. And yeah. I, I I thought that I wanted to stray away from YouTube. I wanted to stray away from just like being on camera because I really don't People like love it. visuals. But visual is where it's, it's podcasting at. I'd be in my sweatpants. Looking a mess, and I'm like, y'all gonna get this. Y'all gonna get this regardless. Y'all gonna get right. this. No makeup, makeup. Y'all gonna get glam and ugly. Right, we're hanging out in the studio just talking shit. Exactly, especially <laughs> when um Jackson from Sex with Strangers when he did the video in the and it was like in my apartment. And I'm just like, why am I doing video again? Right. It's, just get it done. You can get clips. People love clips. Exactly. Content, yeah. folks. Content. Content, content, content for all of well, you. Thank you, my dear, so much for coming. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> and when I'm in Orlando, or of at least course. an hour away, I'm like, next time I want to come down. You have to come.